0: Hey, 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 you're listening to Hip Hop Hooray right here on Co-op 91.7 FM with yours truly, Miss Manners. Glad y'all could join me this afternoon and super excited to have in the booth with me Homeboy Sandman and Dr. Bobby Banner, MPC. How are y'all doing today?
1: Doing great. Doing great. Thanks so much for having us uh, involved. I'm good. I'm
0: so glad you can make it. So I went to the show on Friday. played yeah. Friday in Austin at spokesman Coffee and Beer, and tonight you head down to San Antonio Paper Tiger to play with Mad One, obviously Bobby Banner again and mm-hmm. Storm Shad. Are you looking forward to that show? I'm
1: very hyped up about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. so far I've been having a a blast with Bobby, you know on on this uh, Texas three steps so um
0: it's
1: been fun. yeah, yeah, I'm excited about <laughs> saying that. and i haven't I haven't been there for for some time.
0: Yeah, yeah. What What are your experiences with San Antonio? Uh,
1: I, I I played one show. I, 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 the thing is, I played one show in San Antonio where where um in my career, and it was one of the least attended shows in the history of of my career. <laughs> so I remember it very vividly, just given the the sheer uh, lack of crowd density really left an impression on me but so so but they I'm were enthusiastic at, right yeah yeah they were great good, they were good. great i'm looking to exercise those demons tonight and
0: uh, a rebirth yeah. Yeah. excellent excellent uh so for those that don't know homeboy you're from new york city yeah you are a prolific producer of of just quality quality product thank you you're, you're making what three four releases a year uh you're doing a ton mm-hmm. of features um most recently i've played a lot from uh your album with dan
1: oh, okay well, that, uh, yeah.
0: and uh i'm so glad to have you here because there are a ton of questions i have for well, you that, that's great. Uh, you you wrote um a piece for the huffington post several years ago mm-hmm. about how much words matter in hip-hop yes, and yes. how people in hip-hop refer to themselves um, people can look it up online. It's in the Huffington Post. If you search "HuffPo" uh, and "Homeboy Saman," you'll find it. But can you give us a quick breakdown of that article? And if your thinking has changed at all?
1: Um, you know, my thinking hasn't really changed too much. You know, I was made aware of some um, of some artists recently in hip hop, um, and 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 went online and found that there's pretty much like 78 new hip hop artists that are some variety of like young baby or the or little baby or. S- s- Sweet little baby child, you know, young, young, very super young rapper or something like that. But, um, so I don't really feel much has changed. And then there was a kid named NBA Young Youngboy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Throw the NBA in there. Just what do we think? We think black people, we got a little Brandon. NBA young Boy. you know, what else we got, you know, throw it in there.
0: And you oh railed against this as like minimizing people and uh, mm. making them seem powerless and weak in this article. How does it make you feel now?
1: Um... I mean, shoot, you know, in the article, it was the article was about brainwash, you know, yeah. and um and I, you know, like on that track, yes, I, you just played, I got a line, you know, you might ask me what about the government line, I would ask you to you, that's your problem, not mine, you know. Mm-hmm. I kind of for a long time in my career, kind of stepped off. I'm like, yo, you know, I tried to write some articles making it clear that brainwash is taking place. You know, we could read books about like. Media brain like we could read 1984, we could read Brave New World and see all the things that are happening in real life, but not make the connection. You know what I mean? And if I'm over here trying to make the connection and nobody cares, I'ma step off. You know, I'ma just step off. But recently I've been feeling like maybe I just got a little discouraged and maybe it doesn't hurt to to be to be vocal about some of that stuff um more. So so I might I might be getting back into a more caring, you know. I, I think I went through a serious selfish phase um not really writing stuff like like I stopped writing you know I got I got discouraged I got discouraged I was like this writing isn't it's not being effective you know like nobody's starting to look at you know that article was one of 3 I wrote for HuffPo and then I wrote other articles for other things and you know I always had these grandiose maybe it was delusions of grandeur you know what I mean but I felt like some of this stuff is going to start to you know, have some type of shift in the way people look at this music, how it's presented, you know what I mean? And how hip hop culture is presented. But, you know, not really seeing that happen, I guess I, I fell back for a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like in all your albums and in the most recently released album, Dusty, which is great, on Thank Mellow you. Music Group, produced by Mono and Stereo, yeah, they all seem very personal. How do you feel like Dusty reflects parts of you?
1: Um, Shoot, uh, Dusty, um, yeah, Dusty is very, very personal um, but but they all are. But I think this might be more personal because it is also uh, in line with my selfish, super selfish phase that I was talking to you about. Mm. So here it's really just all about me, and I'm not really caring about very much anything else. But you know I think that's okay
2: sometimes to go down that route. Like I mean, mm. I know you're you're reminiscing, criticizing yourself right now, but mm. I think it's okay to go down those paths. Yeah. I think you need to explore those words and you know those songs, and then. If this is what you're feeling afterwards, and that's what you're feeling mm-hmm,
1: afterwards, right, right. well, yeah, it's all part of the journey, you know what i'm saying so and 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 possibly uh uh you know making that album and and exploring those songs and exploring those feelings and all that helps me get beyond them, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, f- I feel it's all useful um
0: well is it is it not kind of impossible as a solo artist to not be selfish like mm-hmm. you're you're putting out in the world who you are.
1: Yeah, but I mean I feel like at different parts of my career I definitely was more like just as, you know like I was I was way more uh, uh cognizant and aware and felt way more responsible for the things that I say. You know what I mean? And like me now I'm just like yo I'm just I'm going to I'm not going to really put no you know I, I I was I was thinking of it as limitations when I made that I'm like I'm taking off my limitations, yeah. but I was really just like you know, like putting aside my moral compass in, in some, you know, regards and, and and, you know, kinda told myself, Well, I'm just letting myself free, you know? Yeah. But um I don't know, you know, I mean I love the record. I love mm-hmm. the I love the music and the way it sounds. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I I feel that uh and I you know, I feel like, you know, it's part of my journey, an integral part of my catalogue or whatever, but but, you know, I, I don't um I forgot what the question was but yeah no, it was, good. this like, is even more yeah this is I guess
0: like I, you know. I don't I don't see how one person putting out one perspective isn't inherently selfish but I think this is dancing the line of how you felt about the term conscious rap mm-hmm. for a long time and how much that has traveled with you through your career mm-hmm. and how it points you decided it didn't apply to you and at points you thought it did mm-hmm. so how do you feel about it now?
1: Shoot, I mean, I've always thought that that was such an interesting term, conscious rap, just because, I mean, the opposite of conscious is is unconscious. Mm-hmm. And when it's between those two, I much rather prefer to be conscious, you know? And, and I mean, this is just another part of the brainwash. I mean, I could have put it in that article, making it seem like not unconscious is like some subsection. Or bad. Or yeah, it's just bad. like, it's dissing hip-hop, which is dissing black people, which is, you know, like, you know, oh, this is a conscious rapper, like, this is some... Weirdo who's like thinking about what he says, type of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> no yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I still, you know, thinking. I mean, am I? I try to, I, I, I'm trying to be a more conscious person, you know, mm-hmm. definitely trying to be a more conscious rapper. I would, you know, yeah, I want my consciousness to elevate absolutely all the time, so you know, to that degree, yeah, I'd like to be conscious, right. but you know, as far as like conscious rap, subsection of rap, which is like. <laughs> you know, somewhat bizarre or something.
0: As a term, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, these rappers are really well spoken. Yeah. And you're like, Ugh, why <laughs> stop? Yeah. Um, I don't relate to that as much, I guess. I feel that. So you finished Dusty. Uh how'd it feel to wrap it up? And I did love the story that you posted on your Instagram about creating the cover. 'Cause oh, you were yeah, you yeah. went to your uh the artists at, at Mellow.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was it was it was challenging to to, to nail to nail the uh, you know the swipe and everything and and Lisa you know my wife she actually helped out with uh with the execution because mm-hmm. we couldn't figure it out yeah we couldn't figure it out how to how to make it. Using computers and everything because that was just the default they were working with. It looks great. And I she mean, was like, Why don't you just do it in real life yeah. and yeah. take a picture of it? And it's, it's so crazy that we worked on it for weeks without thinking, Why don't we just try it in real life? You know?
0: <laughs> Why don't we just put some flour on the table <laughs> yeah. and like, wipe it up. and look at that?
1: Yeah, and yeah, it, was, it looks so, so thanks, baby, for that
0: that's yeah. outstanding now i know your albums are personal i noticed that you rap about food a lot
1: i like food yeah, yeah.
0: and yeah. uh and you've been outspoken about being vegan uh yeah. and i would love to hear what that means to you first um i want to hear a track that you did with asap rock on triple fat Lies. So i want to hear about this collaboration going forward after mm, this yeah. song too uh this is pizza and burgers yeah and you're listening to it here on hip hop hooray you listening to hip hop right here on Co-op 91.7 FM we have Homeboy Sandman live in studio we just heard him and Aesop Rock on Pizza and Burgers that's off the third collaboration Triple Fat Lice obviously preceded by Lice and Lice 2 still bugging a mm-hmm. uh, great collab that you did with Aesop Rock how did y'all connect
1: um shoot me and Ace uh we linked we actually first linked to tour uh when him and Rob Sonic put out the Hail Mary Mallon record, Bestiary, mm-hmm. and um, and I was support for them on that tour. And we started talking before that. I mean, you know, I was familiar with him, and he was, but we we hadn't really met. We started speaking. Um, I guess soon before that tour, around the time Hallways came out, um, and we were talking about some Hallways cuts. And um, you know, I, I didn't know a ton about him at the time. I mean, Daylight, you know, was was probably the biggest record of his that that that, that reached out to me, but. Um, I hadn't really delved in. And then during that tour, you know, but I was already a fan. I mean, I could understand. It only takes one listen to Ace to tell there's something very special and something very unique going on, you know. But, um, you know, sometimes, and it's like this with some of my favorite artists. You know, I remember the first time I listened to The Roots. I was like, eh, I'm not really in it. And then Black Dog became my favorite. My boy Bass was like, please just listen one more time. And then uh, Supervillain Doom, I was Dilla, like, eh, Dilla Dilla Doom is cool, you know. But, you know. Um, and, and other people who, who become like now are just like, like now I listen to Ace like, Anything, you know, like, I delve into it for, for you know, I, I research it. But, um, but yeah, I started getting into it during that b tour. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we, we we were just becoming friends. And, you know, I was, uh, you know, now, I mean, I think he's just a brilliant, you know, just a genius uh, uh, so far ahead of his time. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real honor to work with him.
0: That's that's great to hear because the the sounds that you guys bring together are great. You have such different styles, but Thank they you. they meld so well in these on these, on so these comps. Um, uh, also, you know, pizza and burgers, oatmeal cookies, so many great mm. food tracks <laughs> off Lice. Um, what what about you is driving you to write so much about food? I mean, I love food.
1: You know, um, we've been doing the Austin, you know, vegan world tour. We just came from. The one spot up. I forget, what it was. Creek. we just came from Bolden Creek. It was jumping. Oh Yesterday we was at True Food. <laughs> it was jumping. We was at Vegan Nam. Vegan Nam. Man, it was you jumping. Really <laughs> you we was, was really. at what's the name of this other spot, baby? We went to Capital City Cupcake. Oh, Capital yeah, City Capital Cupcake. Nice. And what was the Casa Del? Casa de la Luz. Um, Casa de la Luz. Yeah. 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 We, you know, so, <laughs> uh, and that's you know that's just a handful of the spots, but. I love food. Yeah. You know, I actually have another song that's that's not out just so, you know, cause I, I, I got I got more food songs that's not that's not out. Yeah. Well I'm food. looking forward to hearing yeah. them.
0: And and uh you're vegan. Um mm-hmm. and that's I, I don't know, that's rare in general. Mm-hmm. And it's especially rare in hip hop. I only know of like two other songs about being vegan in rap, mm-hmm. and they're both amazing. Mm-hmm. But what uh what drove you to be vegan?
1: Shoot, you know, I've gone back and forth. My my new veganism is only about four months old, mm-hmm. you know. I actually have a track about eating just Tons of meat, which mm-hmm. is what I've done. Like in the past, you know, I ate tons of meat in the past, like year and a half, two years, and um I had different reasons for going vegan. The first time I went vegan, I really thought it was might make me a better rapper. You know, I was like, you know, cows are upset about the way they're getting treated. I eat that, I'm gonna get upset. I'm gonna be trying to freestyle someplace, and I'm gonna have some anxiety from a mm-hmm. cow. You, you know what I mean? That, yeah, yeah. So it was very selfish the first time. The second time. I was dating a girl who was a vegan who showed me some documentary. I was like, just made me be like, oh man, this I'm just a bad person if I don't do this, yeah. But once I stopped dating her, I realized I didn't really mind that much. (laughs) But um, and now to be honest with you, uh, my health is wilding. My health is wilding after I ate all that meat and I ate all that dairy. I was pretty much living off cottage cheese trying to get crazy diesel, and I did get crazy strong and diesel, you know, and 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 for like. You know, for a small period of time, I was like, you know, yes, boom, and I wrote this song, you know, called Carnivore, that's not out, and um, and then I was like, oh, I'm falling apart. <laughs> Maybe I should switch back to veganism. That's sustainable, so, yeah. So now, now, now I'm uh, I'm back with the veganism, and I do feel mentally great. You know, I was I was eating fruitarian for a little while, hmm. and I felt some I felt some uh, some great serenity, you know, mentally at that time. You know what I mean? Um. I think there's something to it, you know, with me, but but yeah. So, and and, you know, uh, I watched the what's it called the other day, um, the Netflix documentary, game changers. huh? The game changers. Didn't watch Game Changers. Want to watch that one? But watch the other one, um, What the Health? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that What the Health and uh, Game Changers. Uh, that's the one about the vegan protein, right? Like how mm-hmm. you get diesel off the. Yeah, I wish I would have watched that a couple years ago. You know what I mean? But um, if I'm here, if I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, it's a
0: personal choice for you. It's not really about like climate change or animal health. Yeah,
1: not too much. I guess you know, uh the animal I do got some fish oil pills that I'm like, "Should I take these? You know, or am I supporting like being mean to fish and to stuff fish. like that?" Yeah.
0: Well, if you throw them <laughs> out now, they're just wasted. Yeah, exactly. I'm, already, I'm thinking they
1: already are here, you know. Yeah. But um yeah, I guess you know, I would like to see I've I've recently stopped killing bugs and you know like i yeah. i stopped killing bugs now i catch them in a cup and throw them out the window so i think i'm going through one of my like caring about other living things phases mm-hmm. which hopefully this time is not a phase or maybe isn't a phase this time you know
0: who knows <laughs> uh but uh, you're taking the vegan cuisine tour of austin with yes. dr bobby banner mpc by your side mm-hmm. how did you guys hook up
2: years ago at that uh it was a um,
1: was it South By?
2: It was a South By party at a pool that uh, buddies of mine asked to play Feedback Alliance. Sure.
0: And then Maintain,
2: mm-hmm. and then we're all a part of it. And
0: yeah, I remember that show.
2: Yeah, it was a long time ago, and I
0: asked... Were you to, at that show? I think I was, yeah. I, wow, saw, I saw We I were maintain. talking about that show the other day.
1: Nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rifled well, only the- about <laughs> a... By the San Antonio show. <laughs>
0: oh. So well attended. Yeah. That was full. Yeah, it maintain's it was, up in Maine now too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: well that's how we met. And I just um, I opened my big mouth like usual and I was like, mm-hmm. Hey, just let me know if the guy needs a ride or if he needs a house to sleep, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And they called me up. They were like, Yeah, yeah, whatever, dude. And then like, a couple weeks later they were like, hey, hey, actually do you think you give him a ride? <laughs> do you, you think you could actually have him? I'm like, yeah, man. And they get back in like five minutes later. No, you know what? Yeah, just give him a ride. And that's when we met. Nice. <laughs> and so
0: you've been instrumental in helping to set up this yeah. Texas three-step Dallas Austin in San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, how did you assemble this?
2: Um, well, the... It was easy enough because here in Austin, I'm hanging out with uh, CJ at Spokesman, and he just lets me throw shows. I've been having a little residency there. Uh, We've done like five, six shows now.
0: Yeah. Which Friday in the month is Uh that?
2: I haven't settled the date down yet. But it's It's, a Friday every month month at Spokesman Coffee with (laughs)
0: Dr. Dr. Bobby Banner and PC. Great. We
2: host uh, as many people as I want, uh, different people. But yeah. um, Where
0: can people find out about those shows?
2: Um, I guess my Instagram
0: Instagram that's and what is that
2: my name <laughs> Dr. Bobby Banner MPC cool I'm pretty bad at promotion
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Bobby Banner MPC that's what he you said you have a hype man now yeah nice
0: <laughs> no you gotta no. do better than that <laughs> Uh,
2: no, yeah. And um, so um, I reached out homeboy. I was like, hey, I saw he was putting out the Dusty record. And I was like, hey, man, like, you want me to help out? You want anything to do? He's like, yeah, man, go for it. let like do what you can. And so I, I tried setting up some shows. Uh, we had we had a couple other dates on the books, but we decided to bring it down to three. And um, yeah, so we went from there. But uh, I have a big, big shout out to Margin Walker and Graham. Graham Williams is who showed me. He gave me the connection to Dallas and San Antonio with the ease. That's awesome. As soon as I said them, they all talked to me like that. Nice, mm-hmm. nice.
0: Uh, and homeboy, we brought you uh, great weather. So Yeah, thank you. Glad to have you down this yeah, weekend.
1: This is super, super duper. Went to Barton Springs yesterday, Beautiful. soaked in some sun. Yeah, this is the move, man.
0: Nice. Um, so I do want to talk more about Dusty. Um, there's a song on there that you decided not to play on Friday night at yeah. Spokesman. Uh, and it's about women's genitals. Yes, um, And that is the title. Unfortunately, I can't say the actual title on the air. And I uh gotta gotta be completely honest when Uh, I was listening to the record I was a little disappointed that track was on there mm -hmm. but then I was um I was bolstered by the fact that you decided not to perform it live and at Mm -hmm. the show you said that your views had changed in some way so can you talk a little bit about that
1: yeah yeah um that track you know which uh which I can't even say you know what I'm saying the title of um yeah is just say when I wrote it I was thinking, hey, I'm having, like, like I said before, I'm taking my, you know, I'm taking my limits off. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, when I wrote it, I wrote it in March, which was my first, I called it March Madness. I didn't smoke weed for 13 years. And then I was high the entirety of March. (laughs) That was the last song that I wrote. I just was high and drinking and, you know, running around with Curious in New York, drinking, smoking, wilding. (laughs) And my mom was already like, screw, you know, everything. I'm just, you know, the gloves are off, you know? So, um, you know, I do, I do, uh, you know, enjoy the company, you know, like this is, I got, I got all types of tracks, uh, uh, you know, throughout my career, you know, some of where I talk about the interest I have in women, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, but I do, I do, I feel that, you know, the song I did instead, Grand Poopa, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Is like talks about weaknesses I have, things I want to get better at, you know what I mean, with regards to, you know, misogyny or sexism or just the way I view other people, women, you know what I'm saying, and trying to be mature and also coming from within a framework of a crazy society where the way women are regarded and a patriarch, all all type, you know, like that's been something that, like I've even, you know, I did The Good Son and Mm -hmm. there aren't even any references to women on that album that have to do with sex at all. Like that Mm -hmm. was a, and I've, I've, I got another song that's out called, or that's not out, that I wrote previous, but I won't get into it because it's not out. But the point is, um, you know, I felt obligated to 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 to, you know, like I said, I I had my moral compass, but I didn't have my moral compass in March. I didn't have it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. And I made this record that is like. Yeah, I like sex. I'm just gonna write a whole record about it. And you know, whoever don't mind that state. I'm tired of people not minding, or I'm tired of people minding or try to critique me. I'm doing the best I can, nobody even cares. Like, that's what I felt like in March. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm out here caring about every word I write, and like, you know, I'm delu I have delusions of grandeur. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't really matter that much. Let me just have a bunch of fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that was the last song for the album. I recorded the album. Um, and then, you know, when it was going to drop, I still felt good about it. I still felt fine about it. Um, once the album dropped, um, a lot of people gravitated to that song. You know, a lot of dudes though. No chicks gravitated to it. You know what I'm saying? And then even though, uh, uh, you know, some women were like, oh, I think it's cute. I think it's funny. But, but. I don't know, maybe it was that my mom was starting to switch, but for me there was a palpable difference between male and female response to the song, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And then for the fact, at one point I was on DJ Fred One's radio show, Um, I forget the name of the show right now, but but, uh, I I had just brought my niece and nephew to go see... uh, the Harriet Tubman movie, the Harriet, you know yeah. what I mean? And I had to keep them with me while I went to the... Because because I was holding them while my sister was doing something. And um, anyway, my niece is 12 years old, you know what I mean? And she was with me in the station, and they started talking about that song. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is That's, just all wrong. This is just all wrong. Again. Yeah, but it, it had already started talking. Like, I was talking to Lisa about it. And the thing about it is, like, it's just such a... I just could have done such a... I don't take it any... At any there's one line in there that says, but always blank with permission, very rigid on that provision is just a given, yeah. which is basically like, don't be a rapist. Yeah. The only thing that I say on there that it's pro isn't... consent for huh? sure.
0: It's pro-consent. Yeah, it's
1: pro-consent. Yeah. But the only thing I say on there that is in the direction of being useful in any way is don't be a rapist. Like that, you know. Yeah, the
0: rest I, is really the, the strict objectification of women. Yeah, 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 which, pure
1: objectification. Which for me was yeah, weird yeah. because
0: you had preceded that, at least in the lineup of the track with a really lovely, like, rap about <laughs> your wife yeah. that was, like, super doting and really sweet. And then it was like, oh, you know, vagina. Yeah, and I was but, like, okay, well, this is interesting.
1: Well, the thing about it is that was a, that was a, 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 a conscious decision for me. Yeah. Because I'm like, yo. I'm not here. I don't care if people like I'm gonna have that right after that. Cause I'm gonna be like, yeah, I could be in love and 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 you know care about my girl a great deal, but then also boom this. You sexual, know what I mean? Yeah, okay. yeah. Don't, you know, I don't care whether you mind or not. You know what I mean? Huh. And 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 I don't feel like me not wanting to do it at shows is because I now care if people mind or not. It's cause I care. Cause I mind now. You know you what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't. The truth is, like who was I talking to the other day? I was talking to Clements when we were on the way to to to, to um to Dallas, mm-hmm. and you know we've already I've already mentioned a couple of times like uh, uh times of being discouraged, you know, in my career, you know, either because I feel my some of my write is gonna have some impact or something, an album I make is gonna, you know, like. Dusty came out mm-hmm. and I was checking Billboard the next, you know, where am I going to chart with Dusty is yeah. is ill, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. um and my, and my point is like I got I I started I got another track called God which I started thinking a lot of the stuff I say in this record God doesn't really agree with my Dusty philosophy. It doesn't really agree with the way I put that album together cuz I I got a I got a line that says Um, If I feel jealous ever, it's only because I have forgotten what I should remember. But I I started coming to places where I was more upset about stuff that wasn't happening in my career than I was happy about stuff that was happening in my career. So, you know, I was talking to Clements and I was like, Clements might put out a record, I might put out a record. And it's not like going to be like when Cam wore pink and then everybody in New York City, (laughs) every kid in New York City wore pink. You know? It might not be like that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, they, they, You know I, I listen to rappers That was regarded as obscure rappers When I was growing up You know what I mean Like And they influenced me Cause I Cause the type of person I was like These are the nicest dudes yeah. They influenced me And I just I, I let go of that responsibility Like I know some kid Is gonna hear that record Or some person You know Whoever they are And be a little more corny With women Because of that And that doesn't make me feel good The other day We were talking about That That some some tr- UPS truck got held up in Miami. Somebody got shot or whatever. Oh, yeah. But the people who held up that truck, they might have heard ten thousand rap breakers. It made it seem like that was a good idea. Yo, I hold up UPS trucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that that might have affected why they went and held up that truck and shot some innocent person. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to have no more stuff out there that is a drop in somebody's evil bucket. bucket yeah you know what i mean so that's why i don't like that song no more and don't gonna do it
0: i yeah. get it so this returns to like what we were talking about early in the interview where like words matter like mm-hmm. they have weight mm-hmm. and but sometimes you're a human being and you go through periods where you write words that you like mm-hmm. and you put them out there and then you're like i don't i don't want these to matter as much anymore
1: yeah 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 word up but i mean you can't resent. i, I did a video for that song you did I mean, yeah we shelved it we shelved it I actually, it's going to be shelved, but I, I've already decided in my mind. Hopefully, you know the label's not listening to this. I've already decided in my mind it is shelved, but the label still thinks that they might talk me out of it. So I still. <laughs> I'm still like, yeah, sure, we can have another conversation about Breaking
0: it. News. All right. Well, hey, speaking of labels, I do want to talk a little bit about the transition from Stones Throw to mellow music group on mm-hmm. the most recent record, but first I want to listen to another track from it. I want to listen to Far Out. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to say about Far Out?
1: Uh, yeah, man, Far Out, uh, I I made big shouts to my boy P Hill, you know what I mean, who was who was looking after me during that transition, you know, from from one label to another, and um and cuz I was think I had I wrote the verses for that song. Anyway, I just want to give a shout out to my boy Perry Hill because I was able to spend so much time trying to find a hook that I really, really loved, and and so I, I, I like I like that far out hook.
0: It's a good one. Uh, this is far out from homeboy Sandman. If you just tuned in, we're chatting with him live here on Hip Hop Hooray with Dr. Bobby Banner, MPC in studio. I'm Miss Manners. You can catch them tonight in San Antonio at Paper Tiger. <laughs> You're listening to Hip Hop Hooray right here on Co op 91.7 FM. I am delighted to have in studio with me Dr. Bobby Banner, MPC, local producer. Uh, as well as Homeboy Sandman visiting all the way from New York City to talk about his new album, Dusty, and his Texas three-step tour, Dallas-Austin. And tonight, San Antonio at the Paper Tiger with Mad One, Dr. Bobby Banner, MPC, Storm Shadow, and others. If you're in the area, you can check out tickets for that at uh, Eventbrite. Just search Homeboy Sandman. They will pop right up. So... Um, we just heard Far Out. It's, yeah, it's an outstanding hook.
1: Oh, no, uh, thank you.
0: It's a great track. I really enjoy it. Um, I like the imagery of it. There's some, some shots in the oh, the, yeah, the kid on the street and the shirt. Love it. Oh, well, It says Far Out. It's fabulous. Um, and so in making Dusty, Dusty came out on Mellow Music Group, which mm-hmm. I've seen a bunch of artists move over to since Odyssey. Mike Eagle, a bunch of others mm-hmm. have moved into Mellow, mm-hmm. Mellow Music Group. Mm-hmm. And you came from Stone's Throw to Mellow Music Group. So mm-hmm. what was the transition there?
1: Um, the transition was really just uh, feeling like, there might be a better fit for me at Mellow. That really, um, you know, Stone's Throw, uh, Dynamite Label, Dynamite Talent. You know, Peanut Butter Wolf is still my boy. You know what I mean? You know, I was, in a, in some in some ways, my relationship with the label has even been better since I left. You know what I mean? But um, maybe that's just because I didn't have I don't I don't have any more frustration of feeling like the fit is is not perfectly right. Because you know, Stone's Throw Stone Throw is a great label. It's a Dynamite Label. It changed. You know, I was with Stone Store for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, when I signed up with Stone Store, I wasn't the only hip-hop act, you know, on the label. And now they're still hip-hop producers, you know what I'm saying? They're still... But I, I'm... You know, I've pretty much been the only... I mean, Quasimodo's also making rap, obviously, live. But um, I just... I, I mean, I guess what I'm saying, I felt like for me, where I was going creatively, um, I felt the fit was, is, is is better at mellow. I felt kind of more akin to what... Is, is popping over there. You know, that doesn't, that isn't to say that there's, you know, there's nobody like me at Mellow, like there's nobody like me at Stone Throw, but, and you know, I was had some of the most gifted label mates in the world at Stone Throw, but now I got some of the most gifted label mates in the world, and I feel like, you know, I've been touring with Quelle, me and Quelle did the run, he's one of my favorites, you know, but I mean, I you know, Odyssey is one of my favorites, Open Mighty is one of my favorites, you know what I mean, like, uh, you know, Sky Zoo, Super, Ge- like, uh it's 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 fun to 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 have these label mates now, um, you know that I'm really, are doing something similar to what I do because they're ramen you know. Mm-hmm. They they all doing a unique thing that nobody else does, you know. Joel Ortiz can't, you know. Cass ain't rapping like Joel Ortiz, mm-hmm. but he's rapping like I. I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, it's cool to be on a rapper label. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wasn't on a rapper label before. There's a lot of rappers, you know. Stone Store is a great label. I'm not talking anything bad about Stone Store. Mellow not. Music is a, is, a, is, a, is a, I feel is a better fit for me right now. A little bit more in tune. There was a lot of turnover at Stone Store from the people that were there when I signed to the people that were there when I left. And, and you know, the vision that I have now, uh, you know, I feel a little bit more understood, you know, at, at Mellow.
0: When you joined Stone's Throw at first, was that kind of the option available to you? Mm-hmm. Did you feel like that was your best option at the time and now options have opened up a little bit?
1: Um Well, I feel like, you know, when I first joined Stone's throw, actually when I first joined Stone's throw, there had been one label that I was discussing with uh, not even there's been one label that had been an option that I haven't even I hadn't even really Thought of that much, but Stone Stone was like a. I would love to, like, I regarded. So, when I started talking to Wolf, I was like, yo, if this works, you know, like, if we get all the, you know, paperwork done and stuff, like, this is going to be it, you know what I mean? So, when I first signed up with Stone Stone, you know, I was. I mean, I was very green, but I wasn't even. I was looking at it as like, "Yo, this is exactly what I want." Like, this is not even an option. This is like the goal. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? mean, That'd be my thing too. But yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. But um, as a
0: producer, that that might be like a perfect fit. But labels have changed so much since you started rapping 12 or 13 years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That like, uh, and they've consolidated and they've shifted. That yeah, I mean, Mellow does seem like a good fit for. Yeah, so far I've been.
1: Yeah, so far I've been pretty. Pretty happy with it. Yeah. And now having some more options, you know, uh, you know, Melo's definitely, uh, I've been happy with him so far.
0: Excellent. Mm. What's next?
1: Um, shoot, you know, uh, I can't really say, um, you know, Dusty's still very brand new. That's true. Yeah. And even though, you know.
0: Any more tours in the works?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, me and Quelle are going to hit the road in February nice. for, uh, for, uh, I think 12 or 13 date, um, West Coast run then I'm gonna be in Europe in March, and then this hasn't been announced yet, but I got uh, uh another another mellow music um uh, 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 label mate who' I'm a, i didn't I didn't even mention Georgia Ann Muldrow, you know who's another amazing. yeah, 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 like Mellow is She's cooking, so you know, good. like I seen that Mellow was cooking, and I was like you know let me let me go talk to them over there you know what i'm saying
0: and i've seen that in the last couple of years too yeah. like when i do my playlists for a long time it was like deaf Jux, rhyme sayers rhyme sayers rhyme sayers doom tree deaf ducks and now every time i'm entering in my playlist it's like mellow 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 right, yeah. and because i'm seeing you're seeing such good quality come out
1: yeah mellow mellow mellow's all right yo but um
2: the little oranges on there too
1: yeah yeah um but yeah, I I I'll I'll have a tour in April too, which is not which is not finished yet, but nice. it looks like we'll be touring until May. Um and then you know, there there there's there's more stuff in the works, you know what I mean? Like, you know, uh uh you mentioned Edon earlier, bless you baby. You mentioned Edon, you know, I love working with him, you know, um I'm having I got some collaborations that I don't even want to uh there's pe- the people that I've been working with before. I'm working with more like Ace and Edan. People know, and then people that I haven't worked with before. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag now. But there's a <laughs> lot of exciting stuff, you know, in the works. You know.
0: Yeah, you released "Humble Pie" with Edan, um, and there's some great tracks on there. I see him more as on the psych end. Yeah, uh, yeah. How it's... did you feel working with his beats?
1: Uh, I felt great. I mean, yeah. it's so the the so rich and lush the soundscapes. I mean, I I even definitely experienced a lot of frustration from his process being so involved, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And me being like, yo, this track is done. You know what I mean? Like we did this track. We did like, it don't take two weeks to do a track. And he's like, oh yeah, it takes two months to do a track. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. And 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 just like, but the thing is I, I learned because I actually, I feel like Dusty, the, uh, as far as, you know, sonic cohesion and and layout benefits a lot from me working with Edon because, you know, uh, uh you know he 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 is a very everything was super grandiose, but the, I saw it was worth it at the end. Like you know when we was doing Grim Seasons, and he was like, "Yo, because I did that song and I wrote that and we spent time on it and it was beautiful." And then when I thought it was done, he was like, "You know what? We got to do a different beat for each season." You know what I mean? Because we that we didn't do that initially. The whole song was to their first beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah yeah, and and it was. I thought it was flavor. There was little. There was little things to keep it from getting monotonous on the production tip, and you know, I felt like I switched up this, this. And he was like, and and it took another six months to finish that song, you know, because he and I would be sitting in there with him. We were looking for things together. You know, our, our whole process was very collaborative, like. But at the end, it definitely is better, and that's what it's about. You know what I mean? And so, thanks to Edan for reminding me of that. Like sometimes I get, especially as an independent artist, who you know, regards my sustainability is like based on this tour cycle, you know what I mean? Like, got to put a record out every year, tour it, you know, that's how rent is going to get paid, you know? Edan's like, nah, we, we might have to sit on this record... For one hundred years until it's right, you know? <laughs> Luckily it didn't take a hundred, but
0: <laughs> that kind of perfectionism I think is showcased really well in mm-hmm. both the record and this track, The Gut. Did you mm-hmm. want to talk about this one at all? Um, yeah, I, uh,
1: yeah, I love I love the gut, man. In the video, Lisa was behind the the the, the underwater living room set. Holding it together the whole time for ten hours, so she's the real MVP.
0: Infrastructure of
1: the video. Yeah, yeah, she's the real MVP because it wanted to float apart. There was all types of logistical issues with an underwater video that we didn't think about. Literally holding you together. Yeah, yeah, but she held it together so. That's
0: outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can catch Homeboy, Sandman, and Dr. Bobby Banner, MPC, tonight in San Antonio at Paper Tiger with Storm Shadow, Mad One, and others. More information at eventbrite.com. Um, y'all, thank you so much for coming thank in. Thanks I really a lot for Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I kept you longer than I intended, but I really appreciate no. the great conversation. No, yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you, Lisa, for your great points and for coming in. Uh, great show on Friday, and I hope you have a great show tonight. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thanks
1: so very much much. Peace.
0: Of course. This is the gut. Homeboy Sandman, and Dan.